and welcome to On the Brighter Side. I'm your host, Monica Tanner, and this is episode number 35, my interview with Rose Gibran. I wanted to start off today by sincerely thanking everyone who participated in the Just Do Some Good Challenge. It was so inspiring to see everyone's post about the things you're doing to bless the lives of others and make the world a better place. My guest today is doing just that. Rose is the owner of Ro Rose Cookies. She's all about paying it forward. She started her own gourmet cooking company with all the proceeds going to charity. Rose lives in Eagle with her husband and two spunky children. She came up with the idea a little over a year ago because she felt a void missing in her life. Her passion is to inspire others to do the same thing and find their own calling. She believes in collaboration over competition because she didn't get here on her own. She believes in the power of lifting up one another. She believes in good karma and that there's room in this world for all of us to share the gifts God has given us. Without further ado, I'm just going to dive right into our interview. Hi, Roro. How are you? Hi, Monica. I'm doing great. Excited to talk to you. Me too. I realize I just called you Roro, but I know that's your nickname. <laughs> it was Rose, right? Yes. Awesome. Yes. Um, you know what? I grew up, I, my family called me Roro my whole life. So it actually, when you said it, it just, it came so natural. So I can, I'm Roro or Rose. Awesome. I it's love it. Well, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself and about your family? Yes, my name is Rose again. <laughs> this is all so exciting. So yeah, I we've been living in Idaho for the last seven years. I grew up in Southern California, and when I met my husband, we we left there and lived in New Mexico. And seven years ago, you know, early on in your marriage, well, at least for us, it wasn't it wasn't honey. The honeymoon period ended right away, <laughs> and so you know, we we were having a really rough year, and we met some mentors that were moving to Idaho. And and they were really, they portrayed like the perfect marriage in a sense where they communicated so openly with each other. And we thought that was amazing and perfect. And, and so we decided we would wanted to come and visit them here from New Mexico. And that was seven years ago. So we came to visit and never left. <laughs> we fell in love with, with and Idaho. Blessed, and how blessed we are that you're here. <laughs> oh gosh, I feel so blessed. I feel so lucky, really. Well, you do a lot to so. blame me, but we'll get into that a little bit later. But you've got, you've got two kids is that right yes i have two little people george is nine and giselle is seven and they learned so much from them so i think you know that just means a lot to me when i call it. they're just my little people <laughs> i love it i love it so you make cookies kind of for a living right that's what you do yeah um, so cookies is my passion yeah. awesome so have you always loved to make cookies or it's some or is it something you realized you enjoyed doing when you were a little bit older you know i got into baking when my kids were born and for their birthdays I made a promise that I would make their own cake so that's where all the baking started and and I would make cookies as well so it was as an adult when kids were little is when I started well that's amazing because you make some of the most beautiful and intricate cookies I've ever seen so is that self-taught or did you have any type of special training for that oh thank you you know it's all self-taught I mean I you know YouTube helps (laughs) googling it helps as well but I think I have a, an artistic side to me where I do love to to draw and sketch as well and do watercolor. So it, it came very natural to me. But, you know, I did, I, I'm self-taught. So I, I did a lot of 
research and pretty much taught myself how to do it all, you know, and, and I enjoy it. Doing art on a cookie, really, and it came very natural to me. That's amazing. I'm blown away right now because I thought you probably went to like your school to learn how to do that. Oh my gosh, no. Who has time for that? <laughs> no. Wow. I'm like, I did not. With you, then I started. <laughs> Yeah, it was like endless hours late at night when the kids go to bed. You know, I would go on and, you know, just practice, right? Practice and make, I don't know if they're perfect, but it just took a lot of practice. And I enjoy it a lot. I really do enjoy the decorating part a lot. Okay, so I've been following along with you for a while. And I absolutely love the idea that you're being an example to your kids and for others by combating some of the bad in this world with good. And I would love to hear the story of how Roro's Cookies was born and then how you decided to give away a hundred percent of the proceeds to charity because I think that is the most phenomenal idea ever. I just salute you. Hats off to you. Tell us how that whole thing began. Oh my gosh. Thank you. You know, I mean, I was born in the middle of a war. I was born in the Middle East and a war-torn country and my parents, you know, we were lucky enough to be the few that came here on the visa plan and we came here and I saw my parents work so hard. They worked hard for, for us and for us to have a home, a place to sit, you know, to sleep. And and my mom was very giving at the same time, even though we didn't have much at all. I saw a giving part of her. And I think that's where the giving in me, because even as a teenager, I loved volunteering. I didn't know why. I just enjoyed it. And I think when I got married and having children, it was hard to do that, especially because you, you want to give so much time to your kids. I, it was on my heart to give back, but I just, it wasn't within reach. And March of last year of 2000, 2017, I felt like I can do some more. I think we all have a time in our life where we, we just feel like, okay, I, I can only do so much. And it was a, it was just a time where I thought, okay, I can do more now. And I had just made some cookies for my church for an auction. And someone said, Rose, you should sell your cookies. And I thought, what? You know, I'm just giving these away. I mean, I didn't think too much about it, you know. But then a couple of weeks later, it was just one evening, I thought, because somebody else said the same thing, because the cookies, you know, somebody, they were auctioned off and who were loving them and it just came to me one evening that okay I for sure do not want to sell the cookies I don't want to make money off of them because it's something I enjoy doing somehow in my mind mixing money in there and now it's a profit becomes a job I didn't want a job out of it you know? I mean I'm, I'm already I'm a full time bookkeeper so I, I didn't want a job we have our own business mm-hmm. but then I thought oh my gosh I can do these cookies and that's what I'll do I'll donate them all to charity I'll, I'll donate all the money that I receive from the sales to charity, you know, and, and I want it to be local too, because Idaho has been such a healing place for my husband and I and our family. And we're, in, we're really in a wonderful place right now, you know, just relationship wise. And I really wanted it to stay in Idaho, stay here to give back here, to give back to the community here. And that's just, it was just one evening and I created an Instagram account. It was just crazy. It all happened very fast. And the <laughs> next morning I'm like, I tell my husband, I'm like, honey, I, I created a business just to let you know. <laughs> It was that fast and how it all happened. And he was so supportive. He's like, okay. And it just, it was born March, March 20 something of 2017. I still remember. Now, now here's the question. Do you know how many cookies you've made since March of 2017? Do you keep track? Oh my gosh. No, I don't. I don't even keep track of my expenses. It's expenses really bad. 
I just keep track of what I'm giving out, you know, because I, I spend my own money on things, which I don't mind, you know, but I don't even keep track of that. I, I'm just like, I just want to give. That's all I want to do. I should, though. I should start I love doing that. that. Makes it but, even so much better. I just love that. But I mean, man, a cookie count. I can't even imagine. I mean, just by what you've posted online, you've made tons and tons of cookies. It just, it makes my heart so. Oh, my God. Oh, thank you. I'm just, yeah, there's, like, this week I'm doing, I don't know, I, I have, let's see, 11 dozens that I just set out this week. So I don't know. I don't count. I, I just, I think that's what it is for me. It's not like I'm keeping track of my giving. It's, I, I think that's what makes it so pure, I think. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just want to do it, you know, and give back. I love it. That makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's wonderful. There there needs to be more Roros in the world for sure. Oh, <laughs> There are. And every one of us. I am not, I, I know that for sure. I'm just using what I have. That's all I'm doing. We all have our own gifts, that's for sure. You know, so absolutely. I love it. So tell me, how you how do you come up with the designs you want to create? Do you have to draw them out first or do you just like wing it and somehow they just always turn out amazing? How does that work? Yes. You know, I like to draw them out. I did major in accounting, so I am a very like technical, in a way, not very, but I, there is a technicality to me. So yes, I need to draw them out. I have to have a visual and look at them and see, or just a visual in my mind at least. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So do you taste a cookie from yeah. the batch or do you just trust they're going to taste good? Because that's a lot of cookies that you're making. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do taste the batch. I want to make sure what I'm sending out is good, you know, because things can happen. I can forget something that, yeah, I will taste or I'll have my husband taste a batch too. So even more. <laughs> willing to do that. <laughs> okay, so my next question is for those of us who are like, what has been your biggest cookie fail? Have you ever just had a cookie fail? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. It was, they don't even know. I hope they're not, they're, they're like my best clients. I love them. They, I was doing their logo and it was a cloud logo, like cloud. Uh-huh. And I think we had some like extra humidity going on. I don't know, but usually like the icing is supposed to be smooth. Uh-huh. And I was, I think I had four dozen of the cookies that I was making. Every one had like bumps on it. Like it was not smooth at all. And <laughs> and I was, it was like a last minute thing too. I had like hours before, you know, the next morning I was supposed to deliver to them. So, but the good news is it was a cloud. So I was, I convinced myself that the cloud had bumps on it, you know? And the good thing is I airbrushed it so you couldn't tell, but I, I knew this was bad. I mean, like, it was not good. It was not the way that it was supposed to be. It tasted okay. great. There's nothing wrong with the taste. It yeah. was just the humidity in the air affected how it got old. So, yeah, it was bad. <laughs> That's awesome. They didn't say anything, did they? <laughs> no, they didn't notice. I was, like, waiting. And I'm so, I didn't even tell them. I, I just convinced myself that, they, you know, like, you just pretend, like, you know, it's, I think it's fine. And I just, like, you know, just gave it out, handed her the box. And <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. I have an order for them this week. So yeah, we're still good. Oh, good. Oh, good, good, good. (laughs) So a little while, you wrote a blog post about how to get your kids involved in giving. Can you recap that a little bit and tell us what you think the best way kids involved in giving is? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, they live a very comfortable life. I grew up in in an apartment and I shared a room with my brother and sister. And, you know, I think it it was easier 
for me to understand and I don't know to be more grateful, but I don't know what the, I mean, I saw my parents suffer and my kids right now, they see mom and dad are successful, you know, and, and I was trying to figure out how am I going to teach them without turning them off, right? Because I didn't want to force giving down their throat. I wanted to be an example to them. And I really believe it in my, it's what I do. I look going to change their heart. You know, they see mom giving back. My son at first was like, mom, you know, he likes buying things, right? So he saves up his money. And like, mom, why are you giving your money away? You just worked and sold it. And he just, at first I was like, oh my gosh, he thinks I'm crazy, you know? But over time, he, he's come to understand what giving means. And he goes to all the, the charity events. And when we go and donate, they're there, him and my daughter. And that's just completely changed their heart completely about giving. And I believe it, in, you know, my example to them more yeah. than me preaching to them. Yeah. I don't believe in preaching to your kids. I think in showing them and letting them participate, you know, as much as they want. Because they're still little. I'm not going to be like, okay, you guys are going to go and sacrifice your lives. No. I mean, it's whatever they feel, they think is giving. And it could be something as simple as just coming with me. And that's more than enough. It's finding that feed in them without forcing it on them, you know? Yeah. I love that so much. And that's part of our platform with, with Just Do Some Good. It really just being an example to others that they can see you doing service online and I love that that's what you're doing is you're serving people and you're showing the your the fruits of your labors online not to be boastful or braggy in any way but just to be an example no. right for others to see the beauty that comes from service that self-fulfillment that joy and then really how your contribution has such a profound effect on others I think that's so important for others to see that and especially I'm I'm connecting with your story so strongly because you don't have to have any special training. You don't, there's no prerequisites for serving. Anyone can do it. And for you, you self-taught yourself how to make these cookies and you do such an amazing, you have such an amazing talent and where you could take it and make so much money for yourself and you choose to give it to somebody who needs it more. I just think that's such a beautiful thing that you do and so amazing that your kids can watch you do it. I think that's that's just, I have no words. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you, Monica. It really, it just, it's something that's fulfilling to me, really. I did it really for me because I just felt like that was my calling. And just by me doing that, it's affecting everyone around me. You know, I, I'm not yeah. doing this yet, like yeah. you said, to boast. Or, yeah. And yes, I am in the public eye now and I want to share. So I want to yeah. inspire others to know that, hey, you can do it too. Not to, not to be showing off. I mean, that's like the last thing I want to do, you know, I don't want to. We can we can all do this and yeah, yeah thank you. I mean, I do, I'm just grateful that I listened to that voice. You know, there was just that li this little voice inside of me. Honestly, I, I think we all have it, and I just listened to it. And oh my gosh, just the blessings from it have been beyond what I ever thought or imagined or what I even expected. I did not expect anything, yeah. and just I'm getting so much back in return. I love that. So, can you tell us about like a specific experience you had that was significant? and memorable for you? Like just one of the times where you were able to do something that maybe stands out in your mind? You know, I do love having the kids with me. And I remember when we went to Create Common Good. Create Common Good is a non 
nonprofit that what they do is they help people get back on their feet by giving them job training. And so we went there to deliver the check and our kids were with us and they uh, they gave us a tour and we were all dressed. You have to like, you know, because you're in the kitchen, right? So you have to cover your hair and your feet and because there is a professional kitchen and to see our children walk around and ask questions and, you know, there's a, there's a lot of people that don't speak English or a lot of people that are, you know, new here or people that are just getting on their feet from maybe, you know, whatever, whatever their situation and just to see our children ask the questions and observe and wander and, and I even told them, you know, when grandma and grandpa came to America, they didn't speak English. This would have been so great for them. It would help them to get jobs and so they were, they were able to see it so much clearly and it was very impactful. Even for myself, I was impacted by it and, and I just love charities, you know, that help you get back on your feet or uh, do that. Yep, that was a big, just every one of them that we go to is not the gift in all of this is when we go and present the donation, we are gifted so much more in return by meeting the people, you know? Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. So I loved the story that Channel 7 did about your selfless service. And you said in there that you like to be able to connect with the charity that you're giving to. So tell me a little bit more about that process. What does it mean to you to connect to those charities? Yes, absolutely. You know, for example, my first one was the Women's and Children's Alliance. Mm -hmm. And they provide therapy. They provide housing. They provide help for the children. And my favorite part is not just, hey, we're going to hand you some clothes and we're going to hand. No, it's not like a hand me, you know, thing. It's more like, hey, we're going to help you get on your feet. And I know people in my family or friends that have been in similar situations where they feel stuck or domestic, you know, abuse victims that are stuck. And I love that there was a way out, a way out for help. I I connected to that. And so the charities I connect with, I think are more charities that are on a heart level, you know, that are there to to help the person get on their feet. I think that's really important to me is that they're providing help, not just like handing things out, you know, which is great too. But I think what connects me is that we're going to help you. So you're not a victim. You've been victimized, but you're no longer a victim and you're, you're going to play a part in this world too. Yeah. That's so cool. So if you could ensure that your kids learned one thing that their mom stands for, what would that one thing be? That one thing, I think that I, that whatever you do, you do it with all your heart mm. and without any expectations. No expectations and do it with all your heart. I think if they can take that from me, that just set up for a good person, you know? I just want them to be good people. That's it. I don't care about the degrees. Yeah, that's fine. That's like icing on the cake, right? But just mm-hmm. to be good people in this world, you know? I love it. I love that so much. So tell my followers where they can find and connect with you in the future and watch the amazing things that you're doing. Yeah, yeah. So I am on Instagram and Facebook under Roro Cookies, R-O-R-O-S Cookies, all one word. You can also get find me on my website at rorocookies.org. And I would love to connect with you if you have any ideas or thoughts or if you just need help in connecting to a local charity, please feel free to get a hold of me. I, I love helping others, lifting other people up as well. That's awesome. And I'm going to connect to you and I'm also going to connect to the charities that we've mentioned today too. So if people are looking for the charities that have yeah. specifically touched Roro in her heart, we will make sure that we link to those charities as well on the show notes. So thank you so much, Roro, for your time. Thank you for your inspiration. I have loved chatting with you and we wish you all the best in the future. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Monica. 
Roro is such an inspiration to me. I've had so much fun getting to know her and all of the guests I've interviewed so far. This will be my final episode for season one of the podcast. Never fear, I've got some great guests lined up for season two, which will start in the spring. I can't wait to connect with you all then. And until then, have courage, be kind, and stay on the brighter side.